What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Oh, man. Back with another quarantine radio. Radio? Yeah, pretty much. At this point, it's just like, uh, back with another quarantine edition. I'm your host, Chanel. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. And we are here. Still Tired. alive. Still struggling. Tired. Tired of everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's pretty much a given at this point that this is going to go into end of May, possibly June, but, you know, we probably won't know until the end of April at this point, I feel like. But mm-hmm. who knows? And I'm sad. Well, I hope everyone had a good Passover, Easter, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. I hope those uh, video chats with family were bomb. Okay, it's better than nothing. Be grateful. Yeah. And it's like, dog, I'm going to be I'm going to be in shambles literal shambles if we have to have thanksgiving and christmas like away from family yeah that would really stink like we don't even cook so it's like we yeah we don't do all that i'll be like uh well can you guys like send me a picture of turkey i can imagine myself eating it (laughs) like or you could just you know have amazon ship the gifts to me that's fine you don't have to ship them to yourself just just send them over here save yourself the trouble yeah uh but it it is it is getting very tough 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 times mentally physically like man i'm trying to figure out a schedule of like just just going outside a schedule yeah yeah i mean yeah because like we went we went um to like a local high school by us to like just go for a walk with uh with missy and it was nice that was good just going around the school like once and it was cool yeah. And I'm like, dog, I'm totally down to do this. Like, after I get out of work, maybe a few times, like, throughout the week. Um, not get out of work, but, you know, when work's done, essentially. Cause I'm, when you close the computer and yeah. switch chairs and then you're home. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when I shut the office door and walk away. Um, just to, like, catch catch a breath and, like, it... Yeah. You don't really realize it. Because I'm seeing a lot more people go outside and stuff like that. But it's like, man, yeah. that's probably the most we've spent outside in a while. Right. Other than like, you know, traveling, getting because in and out like of our you, cars. Because it's like you go so stir crazy being in the same box, oh, essentially. Man. So a little bit of good news for you guys is we're all, well, I, I should say most of us are getting a stimulus check. Yeah. Well, isn't it all of us? I mean, it depends. It's really just people that have filed taxes, really. Okay. That's well, essentially what it is. You should be filing your taxes, so okay. Yeah, but people don't work. It, it depends on the situation. Uh, oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Interesting. So most, I don't <laughs> want to say everyone, because, yeah, most people, um, you know, should be getting their stimulus uh, payments, whether it's through your bank account or through check within, like, this week United or the next States. few weeks. Within the U.S., I know other countries are actually doing things. Like uh, yeah, like apparently Mexico other and, countries are better, actually. Apparently, like, they're doing monthly or weekly or, like, different... some of them are covering, like, gas, yeah. electricity and stuff. I'm like, damn. And then the U.S. is just like, here's a one-time check. I mean, it may be more. Okay, but you get my drift. Yeah. And I want to kind of talk about, I guess, what you can do with that. Of course, given your situations, I kind of want to run through that. We'll see how it goes. Why? You feeling the vibe? No, I'm listening. My head hurts. <laughs> okay. I'm just being honest. That's, um, that's why I was like grimacing. No, we'll talk about our situation when it comes to this, like, you know, this payment. So our situation, 
um, currently down one income out of like a normal like two person income family, I guess, whatever you would call that. I mean, yes and no. Uh, slightly. Slightly ta- down. Technically, we're not down it yet. Because I have, I have a business emergency but, savings, and so I'm taking from that to then still pay us. But it took a hit. Well, yes. And, like, the idea that the problem is that'll run out, too. So yeah. it's, like, and also I'm not trying to completely drain all that because it's not meant for just paying myself. It's meant for, like, other things I was trying to pursue. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, technically our income is normal right now. Like, if you look at it that way. We're I'm able still, to afford what we normally were. Right, afford. everything it's is just, still normally functioning, we're and not like able to save. I think is a, is our thing, right? Well, no, we are right oh, now. We are? Okay, because oh. our income, like I said, the personal side is still honestly the same. Because I'm trying to keep that kind of normalcy and that income going while I can. Mm-hmm. But I ha- it's just because I have to pull it from my savings on my business side, which is not fun. You know, versus the income that usually comes in regularly from the business. Yeah. So that, you know, so it's still normal now, technically, but I'm still hoping to like be approved for things and all that. So I don't have to then take which from my savings. We'll get into a bit later on in this episode yeah. what you've been kind of going through. But like, yeah. I just want to say, like, as we, I, I feel like we said this on the past podcast, but like, again, just super happy that like we're even at that, like, part where it's like it's not super affecting us but it's like it's yeah yeah just just grateful i am am hugely hugely grateful that we have both emergency funds on the personal and business side yeah because also like because so we we started working with our financial coach like two years ago now on the personal side and then i started working with a business financial coach like a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. and you know i was saying to my business financial coach i'm like I'm so glad I started working with you when I did, because if I didn't, we wouldn't be in this predicament right now. I don't know what my business finances would look like, to be quite honest, as I started to grow last year. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they would have looked like and what I, how I would have done that. But, um, but I don't think I would have had the security blanket of still technically being able to fund the personal side. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we're in a good place still. Even though, like, your work kind of slowed up, I'm happy that I, I still have work, my work happening. <laughs> it's dry. It's dry as the Sahara Desert. Oh <laughs> um, so it's like, uh, yeah, I, I <sighs> as as everyone that is that, you know, still has a job right now, I'm sure we're all in the same boat. I really feel like we're all, even though you have a job, it's just like, it's like, okay, when is the matter of time of when this, uh, you know, when it will hit me or affect me? And it's like, I oh. know, that's the worry. Like, it's like, it's. I don't know. Like with a typical job, I feel like there is security, but there's also not. Like well, you, yeah. you're never true. That's the thing. No matter what you do, it's like you're never truly a hundred percent secure. Well, yeah, and even with seniority, well, like because when stuff like this happens, then it's kind of just like whatever goes. And given the situation we're in, it's like businesses that are deemed essential if you're not retail that's you know pretty much bringing in a lot of money which is actually booming yeah um and you you know work for a corporation or you work for some other company that you know isn't retail you're hurting like i was talking to my friend the other day and he's like his work said you know he's essential but they're not really getting in orders and stuff like that for his work and it's like at what point does the company be like well we can't keep paying you guys because we're not getting income in to 
give you guys payment mm-hmm. and it's like oh you're just like it like you're happy about that you're still working and you know you're deemed essential but it's like it's only a matter of time until your work's like okay we gotta you know furlough you for a month or something like that i know um well and, you know, hoping this gets back to normal yeah so my dad works in a factory and it basically it was one of those that like was in a gray area so they're not terribly essential but they filed and got like an exemption to be ex- essential kind of thing mm-hmm. which is also ridiculous because i feel like that's if people are all getting these exemptions then what's the point yeah but um so that happened the first like week or two and then he got furloughed for one week and at this point i don't know if he's going back next week i don't by the time this episode's up i'll probably i don't know but um yeah so that happened and Mm -hmm. it's like eh. and he's been there like 40 years something 39 crazy amount of time whole life whole life um trying to retire sometime (laughs) who knows uh his 401k is taking a huge hit like everything it's just all it's it's craziness right but uh yeah so that just goes to show it but his whole like so where he works is a worldwide company and all of them completely got furloughed including people who technically could work from home like office staff and stuff Mm -hmm. still they like furloughed the entire bunch and so and it's like i don't know if that's just to balance things out and if you do that for a week if that's enough to cushion the blow for the company or if this means it's leading to worse like that's the question is like okay well a week all right but then then what yeah like mm. yeah and the way it's seeming it's like oh it's gonna go to june um so to get back on track here in our situation, since we're in, like, a, a better place with the savings and, like, you know, still me still being able to work, it's, like, this is, like, it's, it's like, a, I guess you could say, like, silver lining in a sense. It's, like, the good part out of the, out of what's happening that's bad. Yeah. Um, because, as you guys know, if you heard our very first episode of this year, I'd like to say, first, second, one of those, it's, it's about, like, investing in our 2020. Thought it was going to be a great 2020, but it's not. <laughs> not the case we're sitting there watching shark tank like man you say this year was gonna be great and look at you now no, it probably is i know that no i was literally saying because it's very interesting how people on shark tank they're always like oh so i'm you know breaking even this year and the next year i'm gonna have this much profit and blah blah, blah. and i'm just like same like i was the same i yeah. was like this year is gonna be my best yet and i'm, I'm projecting to do x y and z and all this mm-hmm. And nobody saw this coming. Yeah. So I'm ve- we're very interested to see how the next season of Shark Tank goes after this is all done. And if that changes kind of how people say stuff or like how even the sharks handle things and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, even Mark, he's like, oh, it, it, it pays to have a connection in China. And we're just like, oh, that was... <laughs> That was poorly timed because right, yeah. uh, not anymore. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, as we were saying in the episode, we talked about like our, our goal is to, you know, hopefully be in our next house by like, what, 2022, 23, somewhere around that ballpark within, you know, within the next two, three years. We'll see. <laughs> so we're trying to see. Ooh. And it's like this stimulus check that's coming in. It's like, OK, cool. It's like we 
we didn't necessarily need it because we're not struggling, thank God. Um, and we're able to put that like away to like build our emergency savings and then hopefully start working on the, the money Which, for the house. If you think about it, I mean, it's still since it's going in our emergency savings, it's still there to technically help if this goes way too long and like things are not panning out. Yeah, but I don't. So because that. like that's you know that's technically what the emergency that, savings though. is for. I understand. No, no one wants that. No. But it kind of just cushions that more in in the. That's great. The I, don't, I just dog. I get so fearful that you know I I feel like the only way my work would struggle is if uh if like our major clients like decide to be like well we can't pay you guys for like the next you know six months or something and it's like, right. Oh. Then we gotta start thinking here. Like uh, what do we do? Um. So like fingers crossed. But and that also comes to the next thing we were talking about, which is like. Okay, let's say your your job that was deemed essential was like, oh, shoot, well, we got to let you guys go for the moment uh, because we can't pay you. And now it's like, shoot, what am I going to do? And now you have to go to, you know, you got to go to Amazon if you have a warehouse by you or Target or Stop a Shop, these places where they're essential places There's and they demand. need people. Yeah. But you run the risk of bumping into someone that's positive, whether they're coughing or not coughing or whatever, and... and you happen to take that's, their money from them and it's like yeah and that's the problem is i feel like at least in our household we would have to prioritize the health over finances at that point because i can't risk i can't risk it it's not worth it for me but then if you went to their like we'd have to basically not be around each other then if you were to i mean it's not like and that's not easy in this it's house. not yeah it's not right. if we had an actual so, house like sure right so it's like I just think at that point we'd have to, I mean, it would stink, but it, to me, it's not worth it. Us, it's, it's essentially us going into a battlefield, you know, like it's not, it's not worth yeah, it. It's not worth the risk that to stay, to stay alive. Essentially. You're trying to, you're trying to go out to get money to stay alive, to, you know, to yeah. go with that battlefield term to most likely get shot by the Rona. Right. And it's no, like, Ugh. and it's, and it's just it's more terrifying for someone like me. It's it's scary for anybody, I feel like. But yeah, when you have kind of the compromised immune system and like stuff going on and you've been through things like you're just you're you're extra nervous to get something like this just because, you know, if it, it, it's literally killing healthy people. It's yeah. killing people who don't have compromised immune systems. It's, it's killing people who just are average, you know, like you're, you don't have some like illness or you you're not especially old or whatever and so that's what's scary is it just feels like i would set myself up for failure if i was like sure let me just go get that job like that's why i haven't it's not worth it for me yeah yeah it's the tricky thing um now for those that like aren't in the situation that we're in that's the checking like hey, there's a lot of ways you can play this when you get the stimulus check depending on how you know how many uh what you want to say like how many adults you have there and if you have any kids because they're also giving you know an extra i think 500 or 600 something like that for if yeah. you have children 1200 per adult and i think it's 500 per child something like that so it's like this is helpful for those people that like okay i have to pay rent or, or it gets to a tricky situation if you want to like postpone rent but you're still gonna have to end up paying a lump yeah, sum down the road that's the okay here's the issue with all that okay because right now pretty much a lot of places are doing the whole extending payment thing yeah. you know even your electric and water and and all that stuff they're not shutting you off you don't have to pay um mortgage rent all this stuff 
it's all well and good right now immediately. The problem is no one is really being clear on the guidelines as to when people will have to pay these and how much at a time. I don't know if they're leaving it to the discretion of like the landlord or the, you know, the electric company and all that stuff, or if they're going to come out later and just have a blanket statement of like, say, you know, whoever took advantage of the three months of no rent or whatever, you have until the end of 2020 to pay what you owed. Or if they're just going to say... It's a free fall for all for whatever the person wants to do. I kind of hope there's guidelines because I do think that, yes, right now you can't be evicted. But I think that down the road, if you're still in a, a hard place mm-hmm. and you can't pay back what just built up, I feel like people can then take advantage of people and you'd be in a bad space. Yeah. So I think there needs to be like guidelines set up so that it doesn't end up screwing people later. Because it sounds well and good right now, but it's still there. It doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least all this stuff doesn't build interest is what I've heard. That's nice. Like, even I think credit card companies and like, uh, you know, all, just all these places, they're not like tacking on extra fees, like late fees yeah. and interest. That helps. Yeah. But it's still, I mean, if your rent is 1500 a month. And you don't pay for three months and you got $4,500 backlogged and then you get back to your normal monthly, but you can't get back the time you were out of work. Yeah, there's a lot of like... There's a lot of things at play we, here. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people that like not that won't be able to afford their, their mortgage and I believe the term is forbearance. Um, it's what they're going to be going through once this all goes <clears> through because it's like... Imagine you're paying fifteen hundred a month for your your mortgage or more, or two thousand, something like that. Yeah. And it's like you're not able to pay it because you work, you don't have a job, so it's like you're you're trying to work. It's tough. Yeah. And you push it out a few months, and it's like you can't afford that six hundred, sorry, six thousand dollar like right payment. It's just well, it's right, and that's why I'm hoping there's some sort of thing put in place that you have time. See, that and, and like there's an end date, but it's also not unrealistic. Well, probably happen like, give is people a chance a lot to of, build it back up. A lot of companies have payment arrangements that you can make, um, but like, man, those are always those are always a doozy. And I've it's, I feel like you're fighting the inevitable because it's yeah. kind of like it's a credit like line right. essentially, right. which like they're like pay the minimum balance, but you're still going right. to be accruing if you're using that credit card. Um, which I gotta say, thankfully we don't have any credit cards, so that's cool. So it's like right, no, no nothing, uh, nothing else is going out the door, right? Um, but it it gets a sticky place, and they're saying like once this is done, like we won't see unemployment go back to like the four percent it was at for like the next year or two. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna take some time. And it's like, uh, and it's like things I think aren't it's like gonna 16, happen 17 overnight. million people, and it's. It, it, it's gonna grow i'm sure once it comes out this week uh it's gonna be probably close to that 20 million and it's mm-hmm. that's bad but i don't know just some ideas to go through with this that, yeah and that's the tricky thing with the like with all this building up and then it's like you have people who are still in a lot of debt it's like if you're already in a hard place before this happened and then you're trying to like I don't know, balance out what you should or shouldn't pay right now. And then you have to go back and pay it back. Like it's a very tricky time. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is people are excited about the stimulus check, but at the same time, they're like, that's it. Like, right. 
twelve hundred per person when your rent alone could be more than that. Yeah. And, and it's right now it's just a one check and so everyone's like okay so when is the next one that's the, that's the problem yeah there is no setup of like it's gonna be weekly or monthly so that you're good no it's like here's just some random money do with it what you may mm-hmm. like okay yeah i mean obviously the most important are like technically your rent and mortgage are up there i mean if if the we if we were in a time where they can't evict you or like for clothes on you and stuff technically those are always among the most important mm-hmm. um and then you have like food and yeah well, like your man, electric my and mom was always like at the that. end of the day if you you know can't if we can't afford anything it's like i'm paying for the mortgage so as long like yes. as long as we have a place over our head yeah like so that's well my it's true that's what always like comes to my mind whenever it comes to like if we ever get to a sucky situation where it's like okay we have to cut everything and as long as we can afford like the mortgage and you know the utilities and stuff like that and the like, condo oh. fees because what we found oh, out yeah. last year right. is apparently if you get too behind on your condo fees they can the management company can then come in and foreclose on us even mm-hmm. if we're still paying our mortgage that to me was wild Mm -hmm. that was wild so it's like for us it's kind of a lump like we would have to equally prioritize both of those yeah that's crazy yeah that is a good point so like for those that live in condos or or like a community yeah um yeah make sure you pay those or work with you know work with them to get some type of arrangement because it can be bad if you don't yeah if you get backlogged too long because i mean it makes sense because you're kind of you're messing with the rest of the community and what you guys can do for like your overall like complex and stuff. So like, I get it. But to me it was wild because it's like, what if I'm current on my mortgage? You know, like but I was like, that's more important. I get it. Cause it's like, you shouldn't be like, you knew what it was. Like you right. shouldn't be just paying your mortgage and not paying the condo right. fees. Like you signed up for this essentially. Right. But yeah, PS, we're not financial experts or advisors. Oh yeah. So yeah. don't like, <laughs> yeah, it's just our thoughts we're and just, all that stuff. We're just going through it we're trying to help where we can but uh i don't know yeah just take it with a grain of salt talk to actual people who know what they're <laughs> they're talking about too pretty much everyone's but, situation uh, is different well right we don't yeah um so one thing i think this will do after the fact it'll will push a lot more people to like creating a savings and going through and like being like yo this won't happen to me again because i fear yeah. i fear like i'm i know you're in the same boat with your um with their family like i feel this for mine too because like they don't have a savings like right to my at least to my knowledge they don't have like if, right. yeah if my you know yeah. parents were to lose their jobs right now i don't know what's gonna happen well that's i can't help so both our families are one income households so that alone is very difficult mm-hmm. in this day and age and then you add to the fact that they're in so much debt mm-hmm. and don't have savings and are also older So that's against them as far as getting another job or messing with their retirement and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's that's not good. Yeah. So I'm like fearful for that and hope it it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, the future after this changes a lot of things are going to change yeah people are all like oh i can't wait for it to go back to normal there's no there's no going back to what we knew sure something sure i mean obviously we'll we'll eventually i think fall back into certain ways but 
I, the, a lot of things are going to be different. We're going like, to be a lot more of a cleaner society. We're like, going to be more aware. Place, yeah. Things are going to be in place to make make sure everything is clean. Like what? I'm pretty sure the subways weren't being, you know, normally cleaned yeah. as they were during this whole thing. Right. Like just buses, you know, just various things. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Fauci, which I told you this, he says he doesn't think that shaking hands will like happen ever again which to me is wild because okay like from the professional standpoint it feels awkward not to shake people's hands because it feels like i'm being unprofessional and not welcoming and not like you know like here's my sphere like i'm welcoming you into it and like let's talk either like business or i'm greeting you as a client for the first time or like stuff like that Mm -hmm. so to me that's so weird like to just be like stand there and just be like hi like it's just weird yeah because you can't hug somebody the first time which i'm sure he doesn't like hugs either but he's he's not stopping hugs i'm just saying but yeah (laughs) i'm a hugger okay no i literally i was on instagram stories the other night and i was telling people i'm like not for nothing but i can't wait to just like hug people after this because i'm first of all I'm, at, I'm that in between of like extrovert introvert so like i you know i i want some social interaction so there's that but also i'm just i'm always like an affectionate huggy kind of person whether it's like friends family or like a client that like we you know their wedding day and like all this different stuff right and so it's a big thing to me and i'm just like i can't wait to hug people and just be like we got through it we did it we're here we're yeah on that's the other probably side. not gonna happen like once they give the okay i think things are still gonna i know gonna but i'm just trickle. saying this is very tricky for someone like uh, me who loves the affection okay and people and connecting with people and all that stuff yeah. um so real quick yes i gotta interject here okay i'm gonna give a brief word to our sponsors all right. <laughs> now that we're back from that, what well, was that weird? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, it, you, it, don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> that was new. Don't don't worry about that. You guys are hearing us figure things out, I guess. No, I figured it out. Um, so I want to get into like this business loan thing. Um, because I saw it was interesting, but you'll get into your part, and I'll I'll want to touch on something else that I learned for like other people, and we can kind of talk about that. So okay. Let us know your your thoughts, how the business loan thing is going, as you know, we've kind of talked about for the last few episodes about small businesses, and we had Caitlin on the last episode, so, you know, So, okay. Teach us. First of all, so a little update. I did file for unemployment weeks ago. Haven't heard anything, so that's my update there. <laughs> um, not that even unemployment has really officially been super approved for people like me anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of just a we're trying it to see what happens thing. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. That doesn't surprise me, though, because I think the last I heard, they're like six weeks backlogged or something like that. So I still got weeks to go. Um, as far as these loans, what's happening right now is you have the... EIDL and the PPP and okay so PPP is Paycheck Protection Program the EIDL is from the SBA the Small Business Association that's Mm -hmm. the emergency something disaster loan what is the I I can't I can't remember what the I stands for but um the idol is what came out first and I believe and um everyone was jumping on it because initially it was like oh you get ten thousand dollars and um 
you don't have to pay it back and yada yada. So it's like a grant instead of a loan. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as like time went on and I'm because I didn't jump on things for a few weeks. I wanted to see how this is all playing out because in the end, yes, I'm trying to secure my income. Yes, I'm trying to not use my entire emergency savings but at the same time i'm not trying to get a loan where i have to pay back several percent of interest Mm -hmm. because my business is not in debt my business is not to the point yet thankfully where like i have zero and i need something so like i i was not jumping on it to just then get a loan so because i was very i just didn't want to do that so I waited and I kept researching. I talked to several accountants and coaches and everybody about both and what makes most sense to me and my business. Because that's the thing, too, is make sure you're making the best decision for you because they are different and that might be different for you than it is for me. Um, So and I was just researching as time went on, because obviously as time goes on, we've noticed things change with this every week. Things are changing with all the rules and Mm -hmm. what they've said before. So for example, with the idle loan, um, it initially was like, you get a $10,000 advance and you don't have to pay it back. Now they're saying as of a few days ago, um, you get a thousand per employee as an advance up to, I think it was 10,000 or was it a hundred now? I think it's up to the 10,000. Um, And then you're waiting to see if you get the rest. So that would mean for someone like me, I don't have any employees. I have subcontractors, um, which doesn't count under anything like this. Um, So I'm the only employee of my company. So that would mean if I went with the idle loan, I would get $1,000 right now, not the $10,000, like they said. And then I would have to wait and see what else I'm approved for. And it's not very clear how much they're giving Mm -hmm. versus the paycheck protection program is telling you that it is you're getting two and a half times what your average payroll was for 2019. This also kind of went back and forth for a while because we were like, are they going off 2018, 2019, or are they going off your first quarter of 2020? And it was very confusing, but that's the latest I've heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but at least they're being clear as far as you get two and a half times this amount. Now, obviously, there's still a little math to do there and they may go back and forth with you. But that kind of gives you a better idea of what you can expect. Mm-hmm. And with the, the PPP, you have to use like the guidelines are specific for these you have to use it for payroll uh, utilities rent on like a studio or office space all that stuff um you can't just use it towards a credit card bill you can't use it towards you know if you just bought something for the business right now you can't it has to be very specifically used you have to document how you're using it you have to actually have like records and stuff because they're gonna check (laughs) afterwards um but you and you have to use it within eight weeks so i figure for me i only have to use it for payroll for myself that's the the main goal of what i'm looking for um the rent and utilities i have the in-home studio right now so i don't have to use it towards that um and i don't have other employees so for me it's just covering my payroll so that would be perfect because whatever amount i would get 
I would be I would definitely be able to use within eight weeks to pay myself yep. and we'd be set and I could prove it and it's easy. It's clean cut for me. Um, so the I ultimately went with applying for the Paycheck Protection Program because the idol was just not clear. Um, you don't get as much advance right now. Like a thousand dollars isn't going to help me as much as, you know, a few thousand could with the paycheck. Um, and with the idol, you don't, there's so many question marks. You're, Mm -hmm. there's so much more paperwork and there's, there's, it's longer too. Like the paycheck protection program. I've heard people are actually having success with it now versus waiting still for the idol. So like there's, that's the research I've done and that I've finally found out. It was a lot of confusion for a lot of time Mm -hmm. uh, because things, again, there's, there's so many moving parts that even the professionals don't know what's going on. Even the accountants and everybody, they're like, things keep changing. So today this makes sense, but like, let's check in tomorrow because this may not make sense anymore. Yeah. So my best guess my best educated decision was applying for the paycheck protection program, which I did this past Friday because um, I'm an LLC, but I'm a sole proprietor. So I had to wait until April 10th. So right now I've heard nothing back. I don't know what's going on, but I did it through my bank. That's how you're supposed to do it. Uh, The idol, I think you do on a general application versus the paycheck protection program is through your specific bank. Um, and yeah so we're just waiting and seeing what happens there but i'm really hoping that i get approved so that at least for the next two months i have that consistent income and i don't have to take it from my savings and i don't have to mess with what i've worked for in my business essentially you know like so that's that's the goal there um and then ultimately they're saying the paycheck protection program you'll be forgiven as long as you use it towards those specific things so for me i should be covered because i'm just looking to keep paying myself Mm -hmm. um but yeah so that's that's kind of the mess that's happening on the business side and then also obviously i think it's like say i do get approved for unemployment and then like they kind of cancel each other out so then that becomes an issue so i kind of hope if i get approved for the ppp that i don't get approved for unemployment and then we could just keep moving because then i don't i don't necessarily want to be approved for unemployment then because that'll be less i think than what i would get with the ppp at this point it's a very we're all just trying to get the best scenario okay we're all trying to get the the most money we can and pay the least back and just keep it moving yeah that's 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 what we're doing on the biz the small business end all of us we're just it's very i will tell you though they make nothing easy or make sense it's all very confusing Mm -hmm. you're jumping through a lot of hoops Mm -hmm. uh i mean i thought switching health insurance last year was confusing this has been worse yeah (laughs) so you know and which really I gotta say it stinks because we're all just overwhelmed right now. We don't need more stress. We don't need to be, you know, stressing about trying to make the best decision. I'm like, why can't there just be one loan (laughs) and like just set it up so it helps us and we're good. Yeah. So. Um, Don't know if that helps anybody. The unemployment thing there. Was it called pandemic unemployment assistance? I don't know. Oh. Because I saw something well, on Twitter. With, well, 
with un wait general for everybody or for businesses um pandemic unemployment assistance provides payment to workers not traditionally eligible for unemployment benefits. Oh, so maybe that would be yeah, like self-employed, me. independent contractors, workers with limited work history, well, yeah. and others. I guess so. Yeah, so this is probably what you signed up for. Because I was like, um, I saw something on Twitter where they're like, um, what do I sign up for from a tattoo artist? Right. And like this, essentially, so you would sign up for the PUA, which is the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, and that would help you if you're self-employed, if you're like in the case that I saw on Twitter, if you're a tattoo artist, um, you pretty much a lot of people can be a, a I can't even talk be eligible for this. Oh wow! Quit job as a direct result of COVID nineteen. Yeah. That's interesting because normally when you quit your job, you can't get unemployment. Yeah, but again, this that's is wild the situation. No, I get it, but but of course you can't sign up for this if you are being able to like telework. Home oh right well well pay. yeah obviously I mean, but they have to put it out there right so that's why they, they have it as one of the marks. well yeah so this is what i'm saying is though i still don't think that's probably going to be as helpful to me as the ppp would dog that's great because that's the problem too they're not telling you they're not telling you by signing up for this you're going to get this percent of your normal pay because i think for us maybe that's different than someone who has an hourly or salary job like where you guys have a set normal pay but across all businesses i mean what is that you know like you it's very there's a lot of variables yeah so um, that's the problem is we're all just like what do we actually get here yeah i just want to say yeah if you are self-employed or you are you know a contractor or whatever the case is because in the case i saw tattoo workers they aren't employees they would be yeah, there'd be subcontractors, right? Right, essentially. I mean, that depends on the business structure. Okay, true. Well, the one I saw, it looked like they, this person was a subcontractor. Um, but like for those jobs where it's like, or like maybe like a hairstylist would probably fall under that if they're not considered employees. Like you would sign up for this PUA. Yeah, again, it depends on the business structure. I said if you're not employed. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just trying oh. to give information out there. Uh, you know what I found like interesting, though, because I, when I looked at the idle loan, the one I didn't do, you have to check off things that like you're not. So like obviously that you're not like a felon, I think. And things like you can't be doing sex work. Wow. And, right. Which I thought was really interesting there, you know, because people are discussing it and they're like, oh, well, it's obvious you uh, you can't be doing the stuff that, you know, is illegal or whatever. And I'm just like, but not all sex work is illegal like so basically you're telling me if i'm like a, a webcam person or only fans that's popping that that's no longer any poppin'. anything just uh, it's because i know and this is a whole other topic but the whole like sex work realm has you know gone through it for years and i think we are starting to slowly very slowly see that it's not just like prostitution and stuff yeah. so i just found that very interesting there were certain categories that i want to say even farming or something like that wasn't like listed as something that you could get help with i'm I, don't quote me but for there were like a few categories that i was like really uh, i have no so idea that kind of stinks um, now, lastly, the last thing I want to talk about here is the stock market. Cause dog, I love me stocks during this time. 
<laughs> good. And because Lauren <laughs> wants me to say it Campbell. once again, dog, we are not financial advisors. We do not know anything. We do not know anything. In the words of me, Kevin, if you nothing. watch him on YouTube, don't sue me, bro. Uh, uh yeah. So I want to talk about this because I like, I like. Right now, everyone's like, man, panicking. I'm sitting here like, it sucks. The like, my my portfolio for a brief moment went down to like negative 400% or whatever. No, $400. There we go. Oh, gosh. I was going to say that's a big percent. But I'm like, I'm cool with it. Whatever. I was buying it. Uh, you know, so now things are back like green because it's there's been a rally up. But like, I'm still kind of holding out on cash because I feel like people were getting their hopes up and like looking forward to like, oh, man, things are going to get better right. by 2021. And that's why we're looking at a green stage. And I'm like, yeah, you don't know that. So I'm trying to sit back, hold cash. And I think, who was it? Was it you? I think it you said, no, was it you? No, I think feel like it was my sister that she was like, oh, are you selling um, your stocks or something? I'm like, no. But again, that's what people would think mm. if you're not like, if you're not, because she doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like no i'm like i'm sitting here trying to figure out yeah i wouldn't have said that to you every every day pretty much i'm like researching and trying to figure out what like which are the best buys to go with Mm. and i feel like if you don't have the stomach for it and you're worried that you're gonna lose money or you don't have the money for it at this current state whatever your position is Mm -hmm. i just want people to to research and at the very least if you do have the money for it but you're not sure what to put your money towards just do an index fund where it's like it's covering the whole market and not just one single stock. Um, I made some like plays on Square recently, so I'm like, okay, cool. Got a little bit of Square because I feel like, yeah, short term Square is struggling, but long term, uh, you know, uh, you know, within the next two, they're three, a good company. I four like years, like they'll they're growing. And it, this pandemic made me realize that like there's a lot of small businesses and there's a lot of businesses that use Square and. Yeah, I, I feel like that's just going to grow. Didn't they say like 51% or something of the whole country is small businesses? Uh, there's a lot. They said like it's a crazy percentage that as, make up like that makes up the economy and that's yeah. all small businesses. And it's like more that's people a lot. get, you know, as more people uh, have a business, they're looking for options. And a lot of people are going to go to Square because they can have a little iPad set up. I like um, Square. Square has worked out really yeah. well for me. So I I invested in there. I invested in like some solar stocks. Uh, I, solar solar is the future to me. Like just just making growth plays. Like I see people like doing things for like dividends and stuff like that. And I'm like I'm not trying to put money in for it. I don't see them going anywhere. Like, like not GM. For, not for nothing. So like even now like Square helps me because, um, so I use them for several things like the credit card processing, invoicing, account um what is it uh appointment scheduling and i have a gift card tab on my website and i've had it there for like a couple years and it's through square and it's helped now because that's something i'm promoting is like hey if you want to help during this time and you have the extra income and you want to like prepay for you know your next lash appointment or makeup lesson or yada yada and a few people have taken advantage of that and so it's helped me during this time that I've still got a little income coming in because they prepaid and it was easy. It was just on my website and it just links right through. Yeah. So I, I've had a lot of luck with Square. I know people yeah. people don't like percentages and they don't like paying for credit card processing. processing. 
newsflash <laughs> you're gonna pay for credit card processing with whatever no company you go, you go with, with and you're also losing a ton of clientele if you do not take credit and debit cards yeah. period yeah. like yeah. i started taking them years ago and with the way my business has grown i i'm I, I, most of my sales are credit cards I can't There's not no take that. It's right, just like, right. Yeah. And it's like, and honestly, I prefer it now because whenever I get cash, I got to bring it to the bank, <laughs> you know, because I'm not, I'm not like one of the under the table kind of businesses and all that. Like I, I legitimately like deposit my money and all that because I want to track the growth. But it's like, I probably 90% of my business is paid by credit cards. Yeah. Like, I don't know how people do it. And the next business, uh, since you're talking about Square, I'm like, Square, I think it's going to be good because they, they're starting to, to incorporate business loans. So, like, if you ever need a loan, which you probably won't, but I've for seen those that. businesses They've that need loans, me. they, like, you can easily work and you get approved for these, like, within minutes. Like, it's yeah. quick and it's just, right. like, it's just another added thing. And that's why I love these, like, you know, startup companies that, like, kill it. Um, and I feel like Square is going to be a major play, you know, within the next few years once things get back to normal well, right and, and i think square has been major because of how they keep adding services to exactly. it they started as a credit card processing company with the little you can put it in your phone and it's easy and that kind of idea but they've just grown into being a whole yeah. point of sales system a whole like like there's another company called 17 hats and it is basically all-encompassing of everything you can do where it comes to contract signing and mm -hmm. and invoicing and yada yada and i feel like square is heading there where it's like they're just adding yeah. service after service after service um and because for me i think square like really got enticing when they added the fact that i could schedule appointments through them because i didn't i was at that point when they introduced that I wanted a scheduling software, so I wasn't always following up via email like about appointments, but I didn't want to pay for a separate scheduling software, and I don't pay for it. It's just included. Yeah. Like So that's where, for me, the percent I pay through Square has been worth it because of the amount of things I use from mm -hmm. them, and I'm not doing like a monthly thing if I'm not doing business like for now right like now is a good example i'm not doing business right now well i'm not paying for a month of these services for nothing yeah, yeah. so and it's just it's just doing research easy. on companies during this time like it and if you if you're too afraid to buy at this moment you know i get it you can hold on to your your money until you feel more comfortable yeah. um like i bother i bother you all the time where i'm like uh, dog look at my portfolio look how much money i got right now like or like I sit there and I'll bounce, bounce, even though you're not that big on the investing thing, I'll bounce uh, ideas on you like, oh, should I buy some Visa? Should I buy this? Like, what are your thoughts on it? And just, just talk it out loud with someone well, right? to, like, know if it's a good idea because a lot of these companies, like, for example, no offense to everyone or the people that are up for it, I'm not looking to buy Boeing. I kind of feel like that. That's that's that could either go really bad or really good for you, but I don't want to take a risk and I'm also trying to you know, hopefully be able to make, you know, however much from this to put towards our future house. Mm. So it's like, I'm not trying to do risky plays. Just anything that I see growth and potential for mm -hmm. the next few years is like my goal. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just being smart. And again, I'm super happy that to the fact of like when the market was going down, I'm sitting here like it sucks, 
I'm losing money, <laughs> but it's not like I, not like we're throwing in our savings and it's like shoot, I gotta pull it out. Well, right, right. Like you use it more long term, and that's why it's comfortable. You're also not near retirement or anything like that, so that helps. Because I think that's the bigger problem is people who are older, who have used it wisely, are now it's maybe just bad timing. Yes, yes. That's the scarier part. As I'll say for that, if you're someone that like, that's getting close to that age, if you're in your 60s or even your 50s. No, that's where you need to talk to a financial advisor legitimately. It's just my thoughts. No, but legitimately because then they will be able to tell you how... Not good. They will be able to tell you like legitimately how to handle um, something like that, the volatility and all that. And it's like, where's the best case scenario if I'm retiring in two years? Like, what do I do right now? Yeah. Um, So I would just say... Yeah, talk to financial advisor. I'm moving towards the position of going with um, what do you call it? Um, slowly switching to bonds when you get to that age, but that's like that's way out there for us. But like, you switch to bonds are a lot more of a safer option than right. going with stocks. Uh, but yeah, talk to a financial person, weed them out. It's kind of like when you talk to someone that's a financial advisor, you kind of got to find someone that's a good mesh for you and. Sometimes people may get their like political stuff in the mix of it, so it's like you gotta just make sure you have the right person that like has your money in mind and not their political views and just I don't know, just make sure you're on the same page. But that's all I got. I really don't want to. I I did have a relationship advice topic, but it is way too long, and it doesn't fit with this whole topic we have touching on. I feel like. Gasp! Don't tell me we're not gonna do a relationship. I don't topic. feel like. I don't feel like talking. That's a oh long one. Oh my gosh. I don't Can feel you like reading that. I mean, the too long didn't read is trying to learn to manage and accept your partner's flaws. But I feel like that's a good, better one to talk about on our next episode. That's why I kind of want to hold this because we do have Angelica from a little bit of everything coming on next week. And I feel like this would be a better one to, to toss at All her. All right, screenshot it in case it gets deleted. Don't worry, We've I got learned this. from that. I got this. But um, just, just a financial heavy episode. Um, I just want to keep it simple. <sighs> Just some, just some. Just be smart. Just make sure you're prioritizing like the immediate bills that need to get done, the Mm -hmm. the food, you know, shelter, all that stuff. That's the stuff you need to worry about right now. Yeah, and you'll be okay. Somehow, somehow we'll we'll all figure it out like we always do. Yeah, stay safe, social distance. Yeah, just hmm. stay home. Don't be one of those people that's going to complain about your money and then you're going out like partying with your friends on the block if and all that stuff. If you party with your friends, you're going to get arrested. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah, don't like <laughs> don't but don't be that person, okay? Like don't be the person that's like I don't know what I'm going to do, but let me contribute to the problem. Yeah. So, um but yeah, everyone stay safe, stay healthy. Um you know, as always, if you're listening to this podcast on whatever streaming platform, podcast platform you're listening to us on, Please give it a rate review. We appreciate it 100%. Whew, man. Well, see you guys uh, next week for this. Another episode of Quarantine Radio. <laughs> I, what, I'm just going to rename the episode. Right. <laughs> like, That's it now. That's all it is. Like Quarantine That's Radio. Podcast. Episode, you know, four or five now. Like, uh, 
but hopefully we're gonna have a fun episode with angelica next week so we're looking forward to that um trying to get more guests i kind of hope we have this. a fun like hundredth episode but i don't know what to do for it yeah pretty much it's currently a sad time right like <laughs> um what a bummer but all right guys we're gonna catch you on the next episode with our lovely guest angelica i'm shadell co-host of patreon simpsons i'm joined by my lovely wife lauren and we will see you guys next week bye peace out that was a Titan Cast episode.